Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. 1 John 2, verse 27. But the anointing which you have received of him abideth in you. And ye need not that any man teach you, but as that same anointing teaches you all things, and is truth, and is no lie, and even as it hath taught you, ye shall abide in him. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I want to teach on the preach on the subject our guiding light. Our guiding light. Amen. Now, this verse of Scripture is very powerful. Uh, it does say a, a, a portion of that that some people uh, misinterpret, where it says that you do not need, if you have the anointing abiding in you, you don't need anybody to teach you. Amen. And that's not what it sounds like on the surface. Uh, too many people think, well, if I don't need it, as long as I got the anointing, as long as I got God in my life, I don't need any man or any person to teach me. Amen. And, and, uh, and they, some use that to you know, say, I, I don't need to belong to a church or a church family. But let me tell you something, folks. We need preaching. We need teaching. Amen. To have a successful walk with God. Amen. So we need preachers and teachers in our life consistently speaking the word of God, anointed in our lives. Romans chapter 10, verse 14 said, How then shall they call on him whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And verse 17, So faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. We are blessed to read our Bible, but the Bible doesn't say faith comes by reading it. It says faith comes by hearing the anointed preaching of the word and teaching. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18, For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved it's the power of God. For after that in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Folks, amen. I know uh, being born again is what saves us. But what keeps us saved is preaching, amen, and teaching, amen, to keep on with the Lord. We need a pastor in our life. We need a shepherd in our life. We need a watchman on the wall. Amen. Amen. Blowing the trumpet and sounding the alarm to warn the people in the city. Hallelujah. Now, we don't need to have a pastor with us 24 hours a day, seven days a week to show us what to do in every situation. We don't need that. The pastor is an overseer. The pastor is a guide, not a micromanager. Amen. But what we do need is the church. We do need the body of Christ. We do need the family of God. That was just a little segue. But having said all that, amen, the anointing that you have abiding in you, 
Amen. It's going to guide you. It's going to show you. It is truth and it is no lie. We need to realize that God wants to direct us specifically and personally. God wants to speak directly to each of us and guide each of our days. He wants to personally guide us every day. The anointing mentioned in the verse is referring to the baptism of the Holy Spirit that every believer needs to receive, be baptized with and filled with, and then you'll have that anointing in your life. Amen. And when you have that, you have that in your life 24 hours a day, seven days a week, inside the church house, outside the church house, you got the anointing abiding in you. It's a constant guiding light in our lives. He's always with you, even when no one else is around. Praise the Lord. You know, God speaks to us in many different ways. Through the Word of God. Amen. Through the in preaching and teaching, through the inner still small voice of the Holy Spirit speaking to our, our heart and mind internally, through the advice and counsel of wise and godly people in the multitude of counselors, their safety, through the audible voice of God, amen, because he still speaks audibly. I've never heard his audible voice, but I've heard his inner voice through dreams, through visions, through angels that have messages to, to, to give, through circumstances, through storms, by inner conviction and peace. The Bible says in Romans 8 that His Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Amen. He works directly with our conscience to help us do the right thing if we will allow Him to. Proverbs 20, 27 said, The Spirit of a man is the lamp of the Lord searching all the inner depths of his heart. Amen. God's spirit melds with our spirit, our conscience, and searches with a lamp, the guiding light for the inner depths of, his, of, our, of our hearts. And if we'll let him, he'll show us things that we need to change. He'll show us things we need to stop doing. He'll show us things we need to start doing. Amen. He'll show us where to go when we pray, when we fast, when we call on the name of Jesus, and when we search the scriptures, God will lead us and show us his will. And we need a guiding light right now like never before. John 14, 26, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Psalms 119, 105, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. It's the guiding light, his word, amen, through all those methods, through all those avenues he uses to, to, to transmit and to communicate his word to us. It's a lamp to our feet and a light to our path, amen. Now, folks, everybody likes to collect things. When I was a kid, I used to collect stamps. I used to collect coins. I used to collect rocks. I used to collect, you know, all kinds of stuff, baseball cards, football cards, all that kind of stuff. Amen. Now, you know what I like to collect? I like to collect flashlights. I have more flashlights 
than probably anybody in the world. I don't know. Probably not, but I think I seem to. I have them in my car. I have them in drawers. I have them everywhere. Amen. I like flashlights. I like them doing different things and doing going in different uh, directions and, and making different kind of light. Amen. And you know what? When you are in a dark place, when you are going somewhere you've never been before, it's nice to have a light guiding your path so you know where the where the pitfalls are. You know where, hey, there's a branch right there. I'm not going to trip over it. Hey, there's a hole right there. I'm not going to hurt my ankle. Hey, the, the, the road ends right there, and there's a little cliff. I'm not going to keep going. Amen. His word is our flashlight. Amen. It's our guiding light to, to guide us. Jesus said in John 8, 12, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Amen. John 16, 13, Howbeit when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will speak not of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, he shall speak and will show you things to come. Folks, if you will let that anointing that lives inside of you, amen, have the reins, take the wheel, Jesus, and everything else, amen, and, and let him run your heart, let him guide you and be in control, You're gonna, he's going to show you things that he won't show other people. He's going to show you things to come. He's going to bring to remembrance things he said before, amen, you're going to be okay because you're going to know how to navigate the paths that you are faced with amen he will be your daily guide he will guide you into all truth and show you everything you need to see you know when we first come to God we don't know a whole lot of truth we know that we need to be saved someone shows us a few verses and we see I got to be born again amen but as each day passes and as we as newborn babes hunger and desire that sincere milk of the word that we can grow and our and our thirst for him increases in his word we begin to mature in God's truth the bible said in romans 8:14 for as many as are led by the spirit they are the sons of god you see there's a big difference between being between leading people and pushing people or driving people. Amen. You lead sheep. You can't drive sheep. It doesn't work. You got to lead sheep. Amen. You got to get the trust of sheep to where they are confident and comforted by your voice for they know that you'll protect them and they know you're not going to hurt them and they know that you have their best interests and then they will follow you anywhere. Amen. So you lead sheep and you drive cattle. You gotta, you know, you gotta use shouts and you gotta use gunshots and you gotta use cattle prods and you gotta use whips and you gotta use all kinds of stuff. Amen. And all kinds of horsemen going around trying to drive cattle and get them all going in the same direction. Amen. But let me tell you something. Our God does not treat us like cattle. Amen. He is the good shepherd. And the good shepherd, amen, the sheep know his voice and they follow him. God will not force you to follow him. He will not make you do anything. Therefore, it's that much more important that we need to be faithful followers of the Spirit of God. Let the anointing guide you. Amen. Trust the anointing. Trust the inner voice of God in your life. Amen. Like Jessica said, don't focus on the storm and try to do your own thing. Focus on the voice of God. 
And it's not the loudest thing in our lives many times, but it's the most important. We need to be sensitive to the leading of the Spirit in our lives. God wants to speak to us often. Do you, if, you'll, if you'll put yourself in a place to hear, if you'll put yourself in a place to open your heart to God, our hearts and minds need to be open to God speaking to us in whatever ways He wants to get the message across. He's always, amen, He has always and will continue to use a variety of ways to get His message to people. Some of these methods were in the Bible were very unique to say the least. God spoke to Jacob through the angel that he wrestled with all night. God spoke to Moses through a burning bush. God spoke to Balaam through the mouth of a donkey. God spoke to Gideon through a sheepskin. God spoke to Mary's fiance Joseph in a dream. God spoke to Peter in a daytime vision. Amen. And I'll tell you, folks, God speaks to you. You got to just be think outside the box. Don't put God in a box that he's only going to speak to me this way. He's only going to get a hold of me this way. Be open minded and open hearted because God can use anything and anybody to speak to you. There is a phrase that occurs seven times in the book of Revelation. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the spirit saith unto the churches. Amen. So we have to have an ear. We have a physical ear, but let's have a spiritual ear. Amen. We don't want to be dull of hearing like the Bible said some were. Amen. Or many people that heard Jesus teaching parables, they walked away. Some were just spies sent by the Pharisees, scribes, and Sadducees to try to trip him up and try to find out all the information. They went away and were not blessed. They were not uplifted because they didn't have ears to hear. They were there for another purpose. But the common people received it. Amen. The poor heard him gladly. Amen. The babes understood. Hallelujah. Elijah, when he was up on the mountain, after he had defeated the prophets of Baal and he he was on the run from Jezebel. He was up on the mountain, and God had to show him some things, and he, put a, he sent a wind by him, and he said, I'm not in that wind. He, he sent an earthquake. He said, I'm not in that earthquake. He sent a fire by him. He, he goes, I'm not in that fire either. Amen. Amen. And then after the fire, 1 first, first Kings 19.12, after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire, and after the fire... A still small voice, he said, that's me. I'm not saying God's not in earthquakes sometimes. And God's not in making a big production about something to get people's attention sometimes. But I'm just saying, you know, 99% of the time, the way he speaks to his people is inside out. In our hearts and in our minds with a still small voice. But you got to be tuned into it to get the benefit. Amen. John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Jesus said in Matthew 4, 4, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And folks, that doesn't just mean the Bible. When God speaks to you in prayer, that's every word that's coming out of his mouth. Amen. When God gives a tongues and interpretation, amen, that's a, that's a spoken word of God. When, when a prophecy goes forth, that's a spoken word of God. 
Amen. The Greek word for that word in that verse is rhema, which means divine utterance. So God is speaking. Sure, they, we have the, the, the Bible, the un, unchanging, unfathomable, unalterable word of God. But God still does through preaching and teaching and prophecy and all those things, even dreams and visions, he'll still speak. But the thing to always remember is none of those things better contradict the written word. Praise God. Because the written word is forever settled in heaven. The written word, amen, is what we need to go by. Amen. You know, God has spoken to me many times in the past. Not audibly, but I mean audibly through somebody else's voice. I guess that's audibly, but I haven't heard his voice audibly. Amen. You know, but when I'm preparing for sermons and lessons and so forth, I get my inspiration and ideas from all kinds of places. Amen. It's not just from reading the Bible. Amen. Of course, that's where that's the best place and that's where the word of God is. But there's many times God will use circumstances. God will use things I'm going through or other people than my and around me are going through or even a song title will will just quicken me or a lyric from a song or somebody says something. Amen. And I'll, I'll say something like, man, that'll preach. You know, is that copyrighted or can I use that in the future? Amen. Or I read a billboard or a bumper sticker or a book or a magazine that says something. Amen. That it, it all goes back to the Bible. Don't misunderstand. It all goes back to the Bible. There's nothing greater than the Bible. But it, it spurs a thought that brings up a, a, a passage or a, some Bible story or, or a happening in the Bible. Amen. I remember in, back in 1987, 88. We had a, a, an evangelist come and preach a, a week of revival. And this evangelist, uh, he was very uh, mo- used in the gifts of the Spirit. And after he was done preaching, he would have people come forth. He would pray for them. And he would have a microphone right there. And he'd be praying for people. And he'd be just prophesying over people. And he'd be speaking words. And, and everybody was hearing it. It was just coming right over the speakers. Amen. And twice in that revival... God spoke to me through that evangelist. One had to do with finances, and one had to do with what praise can do to the enemy and how we need to keep praising God. Amen. That our praise is more powerful than we think. Praise the Lord. Amen. And, and I've shared this in my past in a, in a, in a testimony that twice, that two different people that I never that I didn't even know came to me at two different occasions, months even years apart, and told me the same thing about what I was concerned about, and I didn't even know them, and they didn't know me, they didn't know what I was going through. But see, folks, God is our guiding light. He knows what you're going through. He knows where you're at. He knows what you need, and He'll speak to you if you'll listen. Amen. And one time in a, in a Jesus crusade that we used to have, our local churches here, you had a, an annual crusade where we all got together, brought in a special speaker, the, the special evangelist. Amen. We had a ministers and wives session uh, before the evening service. And he stopped in the middle of what he was doing, and he just 
said, he didn't even, I didn't even know he knew my name, but he just said, Brother Bradley, and he just started speaking. Amen. A powerful, powerful prophetic word. Amen. God will speak to you if you will be open to it. If you will hunger, if you will ask him, Lord, I want you to, I don't want to find some other way. I don't want to be bailing water all my life and trying to figure out my own way out of the storm. Amen. I want you to speak to me. Tell me which way to go. Tell me to turn left, turn right, go back, go forward, whatever I need to do. Tell me what to do or to stand still and see your salvation. Amen. Revelation 3.20 in closing Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. Amen. Praise God. Let's listen for the knock. When we say, Who is it? Let's listen for the still small voice. It's me. Amen. Can I come in? Can I sup with you? In a spiritual sense, that's breaking spiritual bread with you. Amen. That's giving you spiritual food. That's talking to you in your heart. Amen. He's our guiding light, folks. Amen. And he has an anointing that comes with his spirit that will put on your life if you'll let him. Amen. And it will, it will teach you all things and truth. Amen. And it will abide in you until you take your last breath or until Jesus comes back for us. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may God bless you.